Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, your host, Chick. And me, Riff. And me, your final host, Hot Stuff. The Final Host by Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. It's the I last book in the Stephen host Stephen King. Series. I don't know if... <laughs> she wrote The Host, didn't she? Or mm-hmm. is that somebody else? Oh, is that a book? Yeah, that's her. I mean, it's a movie at least. I'm assuming it's based on a book. Hmm. They didn't just let her start writing screenplays. Is Stephanie married to Oscar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're both from Phoenix. That makes a lot of sense. I read the That's manga that that smells new, like baloney. Uh, Tom Cruise book uh, movie is based on. That was pretty the, good. The time travel one yeah, or whatever? Yeah, the, the manga is called All You Need Is Kill. I forgot <laughs> what the movie is called. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty good. <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking forward to that really good. film. Yeah. I liked, um, what's the one with, on the train? Time? Source code? code? Source code. Time code. Yeah. Source code. Time cop. <laughs> Source cop. Pop code. Uh, time time. X code? Uh, how you guys been? It's been a couple weeks since yeah. we last confessed our, our sins against the kingdom of loathing. Been alright. I uh, I finished working on that that thing that I was working on, so as soon as... Uh, as soon as CDM gets done doing his magic, uh, people will get to see that, and that'll be pretty yeah. cool. I That's some it, new KOL stuff. Yeah. I think it came um, out pretty well. I'm pretty pleased with the the overlying theme that I picked and how that translated. And it, it Picking that theme made it easy for me to decide what all the individual bits were going to be, and it, it came out being a fairly fairly good thing, I think. And uh, is it a thing where it, did you did you do it in the sort of modern quest design idiom where you can just throw turns at it to finish it, or yes. is it like crazy insight that you have to have and no one will ever make it to <laughs> the White Citadel again? Dun dun dun! dun, dun, dun. Spoilers. I feel like yeah. we have three or four things queued up for like Tuesday-ish updates yeah. if we were going to do that kind of thing. I think that because somebody, so here's here's a, here's a question uh, from somebody that I need to find. I'm sorry, I fucked around and I left my iPad at home and so I do not uh, I'm reading questions on my phone. Is it, I, is I it that much different? I reading them. I'm I have a hard time understanding the the super benefit of a tablet. I, because it displays a bunch more. 30 times as much yeah, text. It's, it's, it's sure. an entire page. So like, so you're not reading all of that all at the same time. No, but if I want to go, if I want to go to the 50th question yes. in the list and the questions, you can get four of them on the screen of the iPad and you can get one fourth of one on the screen of the phone. It is so much harder to estimate how close you are to the, okay. like, it is harder to get context. Yeah. It's just uh, just having like a sort of an overview. Uh, anyway, I do want to... Um, Adam Marco says, From time to time you'll ask each other what you're working on, and the replies will be along the lines of, I can't talk about it. I don't think there have been any events that have occurred this year where we didn't know something was happening. For example, a challenge path or item of the month or Twitch event or whatever. If you're working on this, couldn't you just say, I'm working on the challenge path instead of, I can't talk about it? It's not like Hot Stuff has released The Traveling Trader ten times this year and we never saw it coming. Or if you really have been working on something that you can't talk about, which is going to be a complete surprise to us. I guess I'd just prefer if you gave a little something as to what you're working on or don't say anything at all instead of, I can't tell you. Thanks for making a fun game. Surprises are no surprises. The problem is that what we have largely been working on for the last, like, three months, more... Uh, well, no, I guess not. All three of us, really, to... Uh, 
to a similar extent is a thing that we actually can't talk about and that you will probably never see and i'm sorry um it's it's a pine box car derby uh, yeah it's a car pinewood derby car um <laughs> yeah we're all making a third of it and then i'm gonna mail them my third yeah 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 and if you don't go to that one particular pinewood derby we're gonna burn it after yeah you're, you're not gonna get a chance to see it go down the one glorious hill once <laughs> oh man that would be that would be such a great lesson to cub scouts if the if the end of the pinewood derby like they the cars just roll down the slope and then just into a garbage can with a fire in it <laughs> here you go kids enjoy this and everything else that ever happens for the rest of your life huh. or just the winner's car is the only one that survives because kids need to know that winning is the only important thing in life mm-hmm. he that is an important with lesson. one car still has one car you can't take it with you except in a car <laughs> um yeah so i mean it, it does kind of it does kind of suck that there are weeks now where we will go to do a radio show and none of us have worked on kol at all because of this other thing that we're working on that we can't I feel tell like you about we're, we that doesn't do really happen but KOL. some yeah. often one of us won't have sure right? i think the i mean i i don't think i have very much left to do for the for the secret thing we're working on uh and after that i'm going to start working on the uh challenge path that will not be the next one but the yeah one right the, the next yeah. avatar the, the, the one, next avatar yeah, the path next which avatar is one that you've been working the on for one from so the that's... beginning of next year i kind of want to get started on that because i i uh i feel like if I, if I well I, I just feel like if i put it off too long i could very easily get into a situation where it ends up being a more difficult task than the time that remains allotted. <laughs> so mm. I'd rather get it out of the way early and then there's plenty of time to test it. Yeah. I started working on the next challenge bath today because I realized we were a month away. We came up with what the next item of the month is going to be and I sent out some yes. some pings for people to come up with things that a guy did a thing with. Um. Yes. So I mean, like that's so that's the thing, right? Like they know that we're working on item of the month, but, but we you are always still know super, that we're working on it. Super vague month, about like. it because we want it to be a surprise. Yeah. But I think their point was like, oh, I can't talk about it, and then no details at all is sort of dissatisfying, which I agree with. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess I I can't argue with that except for like. Yeah. There, there are things, man. We sign some things, man. Yep. It's Although, vaguely possible that other people might someday see that, but I feel like we probably shouldn't promise that. No, we certainly we definitely can't shouldn't promise, promise that. Yeah. I don't even know that we can promise that there is the potential. Anyway, we're doing a thing for some people and you guys don't get to see it. We're now. writing a novel in Czech. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> We have to learn. We're having to learn Czech first. It's a pain in the we're ass. Writing a, so we have to play chess games, and we're only allowed to write <laughs> while we are in Czech. And <laughs> but I'm bumped. Uh, so it's been two weeks, but man, it's been a busy two weeks, and I feel like not a ton of KOL stuff has occurred. We California extremed. Yeah, we did, and we'll we, talk about that on the following cast. Sure. We you you just uh, released some turtles. I did. A lot of people have asked to sing things about turtles. Into we released an item of the month, I think, since the last time we did the- No, we did we did one show after that. Yep. Um, people are still searching for 
secrets, which they should. Yeah. That's good. I wonder if we should give any hints. Um, I think when it comes up, I have a thing that I would say about it that is not exactly a hint, but at least it's a hint. (laughs) When it comes up in the questions that we're about to to read? Yeah. Ultabot says, question one. Are there any more quest revamps we should keep an eye out for which you're working on? Uh, White Citadel. Um, Other than that... um, you're, you've got plans for yeah. I've got 12. plans for level yeah. twelve stuff uh, and a bunch of, but there's a there's a bunch of groundwork that needs to be laid for level twelve stuff that I would very much like to be able to do a little bit at a time and release a little bit at a time yeah. that'll be at earlier levels. But I don't a hundred percent have a conceptual framework for. So here's a question: doing that. Riff mm-hmm. did some work several years ago on some level eleven like revampy type stuff and those items exist in the item spindler right and are we if we're never going to use those should we just reclaim them all Uh, i don't know i mean it doesn't really bother me that they're there alongside the empty booze mine and the potion of pult i thought we've reclaimed those at this point no i don't think so um so but like it does that kind of stuff dirties up the ability to just go back and look at hey this this is these are all the non-public items and stuff right like the more things that exist in the past that we have well but if we were going to get rid of everything that we don't intend to mark public then we'd have to get rid of a bunch of stuff that i think we don't want to get rid of right i mean i don't do, do we well there's i don't know some sort of miscellaneous custom items and stuff that are in there and deliberately not public. Sure, but that's like two things or whatever. Yeah, but the, right now it's like nine or 12 things. I guess the recipe spindler is the big one because there are all of these recipes. I mean, I guess we can just talk about this. You, because we're never going to do this at this point, but one of the things that Rift did was he came up with a alternate way to get yeah, it was worm like riding hooks, worm hooks, riding hooks. Um, was... which was just based on, on like deconstructing a bunch of drops yeah. That were going to go into various zones that you had to go into so like um, for for certain various monsters throughout the kingdom would drop a thing that and if you uh, if you had all four of them you could assemble them into a pair of worm riding sticks and it was a, an alternative way to get that if you happen to get lucky and get two or three of them during the run then maybe it would be worth going and farming the fourth one instead of doing the gnomes. I do think that that's the kind of thing that we are notoriously bad at balancing on purpose, which is why I wasn't ever really all that enthusiastic about it. Did you, and you probably made that before the yellow ray was a thing, which would potentially have serious impact. Yeah, Yeah, that is true. And I mean, faxes would have Mm -hmm. potentially changed it. But I mean, it was better, I think, to just rather than making... Rather than just leaving the the desert a thing that was this terrible slog, right? Um, no, yeah, I think the 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 revamp that we ended up with was was certainly preferable. Uh, question two: When the slowest steady challenge path rolled out, you broke the convention that three pure, yeah, the three previous summer challenge paths all started with a B, namely bees hate you, bugbear invasion, and big. Was this deliberate? 
No, <laughs> uh, we didn't even. I didn't even know that until just now. Also, there's no apples in the game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, it's except they for have razor blades. Except for during the level ten quest, when there's a giant apple core on the planes that's labeled a giant discarded apple core. Well, right, because the giants have eaten all the apples. Mm, okay, but are they not like grape apples, Grapples. which are like little bitty apples? Um. Question three. Now that the VIP lounge has food and booze covered, is spleen ever going to happen? I don't think so, because what would that even be? I mean, I guess we might do an oxygen bar someday. Oh, that's kind of funny, actually. Mm. Yeah. What What the fuck is a crab apple? A crab apple? No, I, I, know, I know what a crab apple is in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> but who the fuck thought that it would made any sense to call it a crab apple? Oh. Like, it's not a combination of a crab and an apple. No, maybe somebody said, oh, that's a real crap apple, and somebody misheard him, or, hmm. okay, if you have a horseshoe in your ear, all, it makes all peas sound like bees, because that's another curve. <laughs> sure. So maybe somebody had a horseshoe in their ear. Crab, crab apple? Mm-hmm. Is it is it half crab berry? This is like a drink that has clam juice in it. It's just wrong. No. I used to like eating crab apples Me when too. I was a kid. I, I would give myself stomach aches. Yeah. You're, I think you're supposed to not eat a bunch of them because yeah, you'll get a stomachache, oh, yeah. but I never got a stomachache. I definitely got a stomachache. Huh. Well, maybe you shouldn't have been so greedy. I saw a man on the sidewalk picking and picking crab apples and putting them in a bag. Hmm. Today? No, this was maybe a month ago. Where are there crab apples here? There's a tree on uh, 17th in San Francisco. On the way to the office? Yes. Oh, I never noticed it. Yep. I had not noticed it either, but I think it's because as soon as the... The, the fruits become uh, large enough some some homeless person grabs them for food. Question four. With the hat rack and scarecrow, will we ever see an accessory familiar? Uh. I could see doing an accessory familiar that gave you the enchantments of an accessory, but not, not one that we had to go back, especially if we had to go back through every fucking accessory we've oh, ever God. made and add functionality to it like we did with the hat rack. No way. Um, no way, no how. Yeah. And also, I mean, yeah, man. You know what we ought to do? Seahorses. We ought to just write some default behavior for hats and pants. So, but the problem is that we would just, that would just become the 50% thing that, no, that so many things it had. It wouldn't because necessarily wouldn't. because we still indicate to ourselves these are a thing that we need to handle, but it wouldn't just not work if we did a new Right. I, for, I, and it's largely just like cognitively to me, it would feel better if it was going to be doing something. Would you rather, you would rather that than have some sort of big red exclamation point being like, this item is not finished? What, that the players can see? No, that shows up on the, the home screen. I did add a link to the item spindler so that we can look and see which, which hats and pants need things. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. Cause right now you can put it on there. It just doesn't do anything. And that is dissatisfying. That's dissatisfying. I think that is could more dissatisfying we, than it doing something that you recognize is a default behavior. Could we handle it like the chair hat where it has to, where you have to actually check mark something that says this can be put on the, I mean, we could just, we could, I guess in the thing that lets you equip the hat to the thing, check to make sure that it, it had has behavior something. defined, but like that's, I don't know. I don't know. They're equally dissatisfying. Yeah, but one is one less, is less work. Well, it's less. It's all, but one is less jarring to the player. Yeah, potentially. 
Uh, question five. Ever since the new monster level penalties, combat has been rough. Can we get a way to handle those penalties easier when running plus ML? Yeah, like how about 15 new skills per class that let you bust ass, kick heads? How about some sort of smith's tome? Oh yeah, like a smith's tome. <laughs> like maybe a tome of the smiths. Something uh, that just trivializes combat all the time. And trivializes everything else. <laughs> how, about thing, how about a thing you can click where you change some of your gear so you're not running too much ML? Yeah, okay. That'd be a that'd be a cool thing to click. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um that makes me happy because the the deal with monster level yeah. is that it is supposed to make yeah. combat harder in exchange for you getting more stats from it. Yes. And I feel like over time it just became a gimme and it became really meaningless to balance it against stuff that's just plus stats straight up. Um yeah. You know, and so now it's uh now it's back to being a thing you actually have to think about, apparently, in your case. Everybody else just gets a Smithsness tome. We should just make another one of those. August item of the month should just be Smithsness tome again. <laughs> <laughs> it has everything. to be better though, so August will have to be two Smithsness tomes. Okay, to the tome of the tome of the Smith's second albumness. <laughs> um where uh, oh, the Librum of Smithsness. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you use it and it gives you a tome of Smithsness. <laughs> No, well, (laughs) yeah, but each one, each tome costs more than the last one. So be careful. You're only going to get like five or six hundred of them a day. Uh, It could summon five different potions that each give you a little bit of Smith. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It it just summons five different potions, each of which. Yeah, it's just it's it's really it's a librum of synergy. Yep. Uh, Pekaje says, would it be possible to have the pool skill you acquire from Welcome to Our Ool table not count for the VIP pool table and the table in the tavern? It's kind of silly that the first person who started accumulating pool skill and had nothing better to do can essentially sit on the table forever without any chance of being caught. And for the tavern, it feels like the trophy is trivial to get now. You know, what what I've gathered, what I what I have learned from this recent little pool table kerfuffle I know that in order for there to be controversy, there has to be engagement. And so what I did by making that pool skill thing repeatable, which I kind of did by accident, but I noticed it and I let it continue anyway. And then I thought, "Mm, I better standardize all this and make this work in the VIP pool table and work in the tavern pool table. What I did was create controversy, which I can conclude then created engagement in the pool table for the or, first time in a long time. Or just you are now aware that there was engagement. No, because the people are talking to me about it in a way that they weren't for years prior to this. But they could still be using it. They could still have been engaged with that system and not talking about it to you. I guess that's true, but I don't actually think that it is. Uh, the okay. thing is, mechanically, the thing that's happening right now doesn't do anything. Right, people are just pissed off that somebody that they let into their clan yep. is taking over their pool table, which that is that is a problem that you fucking created. Like, pantsless only owns the pool tables of clans who let pantsless in. That is the one thing all those clans have in common. He's not the only one that's that's being objected. No, to. which proves that the problem stated in this question, which is that only one guy can dominate this. I mean, eventually something will happen that will make Pantsless want to ascend. Sure. Eventually someone will make a multi that all it does is spend turns practicing pool. I think it's we fine. could We could try to put in a, a vector to 
temporarily reduce somebody else's pool skill. Not an ultra rare that when you consume it, it just gives you plus a million pool skill. <laughs> For one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a daily flag addition. Mm. How about a librum of pool skill increasing donuts? <laughs> <laughs> They're powdered with blue chalk instead of... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, now I kind of want... Uh, you know what I do need to do, actually? I need... We need to make a fairly reliable and easy to get just a blue powdered donut that increases your is a oh. shitty food that also gives you some pool skill mm. and a booze and then something that you can just waste meat on <laughs> so instead <laughs> of it just being the number of turns that you burn I mean it probably it would be difficult to balance that against like turn gen to actually use in the pool table right. room so that's that's probably not a good idea it's, it's a funny idea I'm probably not going to mess with it anymore at all I'm just going to let I'm going to let this particular little tempest die down. And then someday somebody will do something crazy that gets everybody all pissed off about pool tables again. I, I mean, I like, the, I like the solution the that somebody has posited of people pooling resources to make uh-huh. an account uh-huh. <laughs> that, uh, that can beat all of these guys. And then for hire hiring that that account out to beat all of the like monolithic pool players so like a big money hustler yes uh and then voluntarily getting crazy drunk or whatever so that he is that that account is then beatable so once you have kicked somebody out of your clan (laughs) so for being for being a jerk uh on the pool table you can hire somebody Hire somebody to take it over and then let you beat them. And then let you beat them. Yeah, because that's satisfying. The thing is, that is what these people want and how how fucking good, good, good job. That's probably (laughs) the way that you should act. (laughs) It's hire somebody who's way better than you to let you win so that you'll feel better about yourself, I guess. That's that's sports for you. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (sighs) Aishma says, one, besides Cannonfire's silly Pokemon fetish ruining it last Twitch event, why isn't there a pterodactyl familiar? Last Twitch even was a perfect chance event, I'm assuming. Uh, well, it's hard to draw a pterodactyl anyway, and it's especially hard to draw one in 30 by 30 pixels. It would have to be like a weird pterodactyl with its wings folded up, and then it is essentially just a, a pineapple. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Two, Scully does art contest for the calendar, which is great, but is there any chance of any writing contest coming up? Maybe poetry to accompany the calendar months or perhaps a write a new zone contest? Nope, because no offense, but those things invariably just create a lot of really, really terrible writing that we then have to read through and feel bad about not liking. Um, visual art is a thing that none of us can do, right? So it's really easy for us to judge it. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It's easy for us to judge writing, too when we judge most of it very poorly. Um, you know, I don't know. In the past, when we have... We have a very particular written aesthetic. Yeah, and and we just have... We're never hurting for that, you know? Like, we're never like, oh, man, if only we had some people who could write some jokes that would go into KOL, then we could add something to KOL. Like, that's never, ever the bottleneck. And so it's just not, I mean, I get that there's people who would like doing that, but it's like when we did the limerick contest, like we got like a thousand submissions, maybe 30 of them were even fucking limericks. (laughs) And one of those was good. Thanks, Mr. Mag. (laughs) Um, 
And it always, and then there was that one time that we were like, hey, come up with names for these guys. And then Riff won. It <laughs> was before yeah. Riff worked for us. But it was, <laughs> and we were already in the process of hiring him. And then like anonymously, he won the kind of like, all right, I guess, I guess we made the right choice. <laughs> Three, familiars are clearly a loved aspect of the game and necessary to a degree, but many become obsoleted slash neglected very quickly. Uh, and then he uh, talks about him and a buddy writing up a uh, uh, a proposal for an item of the month that would utilize all familiars to earn new stuff and unlock new content. Uh, will something like this ever be implemented? Something that could something similar could revitalize the familiar market and make people more eager to get new ones. If there was other stuff that you got by taking specific familiars hmm. into a place, or that's a pretty good idea, actually. That's a good idea. I'm not going to read your forum idea so that I so that I don't risk stealing it from you, but uh, some sort of Katamari Damacy familiar ball. Even just to like, oh, here's a dungeon with a bunch of walls all of which have a very familiar particular shaped, shaped hole in it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's just that's just the outline of a familiar. Yep. And so you just send it in. Yeah. Or you just you wedge it in with a stick. <laughs> I mean, you can't use that familiar for a hundred turns while it does uh, its thing. Yeah. I if I could figure out a way to do it without new art and without a ton of new mechanics, like I do, kind of like the idea of introducing a sort of like, you know, if there were like we made up a couple hundred skills that familiars could have mm -hmm. and like get at certain levels and then like you know there's just like okay so this is just an attack that does physical damage we this familiar when he does this attack that does physical damage which he gets at level one and it's like strength one through three or whatever and like every familiar has five total points to be put into skills like we just do it in a way that is very very easy for us to add this subsystem and then just a thing where you can take your familiar into a little dungeon and he uses his skills against stuff mm. and then gets stuff. But what do you get? Oh, another set of gear for every familiar. Like then that's another thing that we have to do every time we make a familiar, a thing that we have to make hundreds of now, which would probably be fine. You know, there could be different sets of gear that like made them better at stuff in it. Like that would be, that is a vector that I could imagine us. I think we should just make a totally new game. That's all about the familiars of loathing that you get to play additional content with if you have if you have the, the yeah i mean that's always where this conversation goes yeah. and then we're never going to do that well we're never going to do it this month sure it would be interesting as a revamp for the cake shape arena yeah like if you actually sent them into a little old don john also having teams of them you know like just mm. doing a thing where it's like all right this is a game where you take these three guys and then you i wonder if we could do some sort of interesting algorithmic thing that would take familiars and determine some sort of team strength that we wouldn't have to actually think about in advance right like take characteristics of familiars have some sort of complicated interaction between them and then that interacts with a set of systems in some sort of familiar dungeon that finding those sort of optimal teams becomes sort of a, a puzzle yeah. because there are so many of them like that would occupy a spades for a long time. You know, it time. depends on how many individual mechanics we come up with, how hard right. they are to get. Like, eh, I don't know. I mean, it, like that is a thing that would, that we could spend some time on that people would engage with and have fun with. It's like whether that's the right thing for us to spend our time on is, is sure. a question, right? I mean, cause if, you know, if we're doing that, we're sort of in KOL two territory and sure. maybe KOL two is a thing with that as a subsystem of it rather than 
You know what I mean? Like it's, what's the future? Like no one knows. Does anyone know? No. <laughs> uh, four. Will we ever be able to fight more than one monster at once? It would obviously be a more complex combat scenario, but it might be interesting to fight a bar and a warwolf at the same time, etc. I really wish that the engine had supported that from the beginning, but as it stands now, it would be... I mean, sometimes you're fighting groups of monsters. Sure, that's yeah. true. Right now, that it would be such... Well. It would be such a fundamental rewrite of the way that so many hundreds and, and or thousands of things work you couldn't just loop through the opponent's code a, a second time not really okay like i mean i don't i don't everything know so you would have to introduce the concept of targeting right yes. which you don't now like what if they were just in a row like alice's army style I mean, yes, they could all attack you, but you could only attack the one in the front. I mean, we could fake that now by just chaining to, you know, so this is a guy, this is a guy who has a special property that's five guys standing behind him. And then (laughs) that fight chains to a guy who has the special property of four guys standing behind him. The the four guys standing behind him can't be be normal monsters. They have to be specific things, right? Well, but they would also be hitting you in that. No, that's what I'm saying. The special attack on the first guy would be the four guys behind him hitting you. Oh, I see. Right. So, I mean, we could produce a little bit of that experience if we were going to limit it like that. But but so much code in so many different places that works in so many different ways. Stuns would be awesome to, like, figure out how to, like, stun all the right dudes at the right times so that you you could survive these multi-opponent fights. It reminds me of those those bandits in the uh, Hacienda on the Nemesis Island. What do they do? It's the the sleepy bandit that after you've fought him for one turn, it just chains it it ends the fight and chains it to a awake a f- bandit. Yeah, and then the the wide awake bandit who kills you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of we have a lot of tools in our toolbox at this point to do interesting things within the system without having to like do fundamental rewrites of core sure. stuff. That's the thing. The next game I make. Will su- the next RPG I make will support from the outset multiple people on your team, multiple people on your opponent's team. Like, I would love it if familiars had, like, actions that you could select mm. for them to do. Like, that would just be a way to make familiars more interesting without making them more complicated if the system had always supported, like, here's would the default model, like, uh, how loyal or whatever they are. Yeah, why not? So that, like, sometimes they don't do what you tell them. Depending on how well that fed they are or whatever. Sure. Uh, let's see. Five. One Twitch event per month is too much. Makes it not special, like me. What? Ah, oh, come on. Make it one every three months or something. I don't know. One a month is fine for a while. Until yeah. we until we run out of steam on it or if people stop showing up. You know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will respond to the community, I think. But if- it seems like it's been forever since the last one. Yes. And it's still like 11 days till the next one. I'm pretty excited about it. And we had way more people on the second one than we did on the first, so we'll see how those numbers go. Six. Can you please, please, please update Word Realms, please? Mm, no. No. Not really easily at this point. Yeah. Seven. Will you ever implement a mechanism to move stuff from Hanks to the display case and vice versa? Yes. Uh, move it from Hanks to your inventory and then move it from your inventory to your display case. Done. Uh, eight. Will the mall ever have the function to add multiple items at once? Will ever again have the function to add multiple items at once? I don't know what that's asking. Is that was that the so when we replaced the mall stocking interface with 
you know, we replaced the one that everyone had been complaining about for 10 years. Now we get occasional complaints about the one feature that the new interface sort of obviates the need for, but that is, that is missing and that people want, which is the ability, I guess, in one click to add multiple items at the same time, right? Cause you used to be able to do that stupid hitting a plus and getting another drop down underneath all the other drop downs right. and then just add them all at once. Whereas now you just add one and it doesn't have to like reload the whole page or anything. Right. You know? I, yeah. So it's, mm. that's weird because it, it seems like it's functionally very similar right now. And it's just slightly different conceptually. Yeah. Ceramic Windpipe says, been here a while and I love this game. I try to play as much as I can using the web browser, but the ability to have my chats on a standalone window. Do you have any plans in the near future to add this functionality? You can totally do it. You just open a new browser window and then point, point it at whatever the URL of the chat. Is it L? Is M chat at this point? I don't know. D- just com slash mchat.php and then it will just load the chat in a separate thing. I mean, and because it's from the same browser... It- yeah, knows that you're we could, in, I so. mean, we could, I guess, pop we could add a, a little pop, pop out, out link, yeah. which would then have that functionality in a way that, that you don't have to be a web developer frame to use. Disappear? I feel like I could make I've the frame disappear. Frequently done like just right click on it, and maybe this is something that's only in Firefox. Just right click and do open this pane in another window. Why do people use Firefox? Because it's good. Mm, is it? Well. Hmm. Is it? It's been a while since I tried any of the alternatives. The last time I, I tried any of the alternatives, they sucked. I used Chome. It's the it's the browser that lets you see the future. Yeah. <laughs> the future is all Bibles. It's weird. <laughs> uh, Silas says, what was your second career choice if developing KOL never worked out? Mm, Cockring model. Huh. Johnny Cockring? <laughs> yes. Uh, what about you guys? I was a photographer before I did But that was this. your first choice. Uh, Masseur? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, immediately before getting hired here, had just finished my uh, bachelor's degree in graphic design. So I probably would have ended up in some horrible advertising company or something. Hmm. Horrible advertising. Horrible dot advertising. <laughs> horrible dot advertising. Yes. Uh, oh man, horrible dot farm. Yep. The best website. It's a, it's a pretty good website. It's not a very good website. I like uh, I like that the hand looks like it's spectral and creepy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That uh anyway, that's a if you go to horrible dot farm, you'll see a picture of my board game uh that is in the process of being built developed that is a thing that i've been working on in secret uh that you you will see i mentioned it once at pax people were super excited about it but i don't don't know that people have spread that news well yeah anyway uh now it has a website fucking hover man they don't even pay us of of all the people (laughs) in this building we're the ones that don't get paid to talk about hover.com but like i set up a domain there and then rather than actually dealing with pointing it at our DNS servers and shit, it was just like, hey, do you want us to just forward this to your own website and then just pretend that it, like, as far as the user knows, it just looks like it's at horrible.farm? And I'm like, yes, that is huh. what I want. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. 
it's in horriblefarm.asymmetric.net and I've just like set up domain forwarding at Hover so mm. like they just handle the requests Weird. through their own DNS servers and it's like damn that was fucking easy wonder if that means that if their DNS server goes down yeah it would can't see anything ever yep. wonder what percentage of the web would go dark well whatever the percentage they're web. using for that I mean if our DNS servers went down the same thing would be true if we were pointing at ours right I mean yeah but we're just one website Right. We're like a we lot would. of websites. We're, we're every domain that we have. There's like 30 domains running off of our... Okay. ksphoto.com sure. would go down if our web servers went down. Okay. Right, so I don't know. I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right, I guess. I bet they got more redundancy than we got. They got that sweet, sweet two cows money. Yep. Hover is fucking two cows. That's weird. Yeah, I only just found that out recently. Uh, Crimzonk. Uh, this is probably Crimson K. First of all, thank you for developing an interesting and addictive online game. My question is, do you guys plan to upgrade the casino? The content of the casino is very limited, and the only place most of the users enjoy is the money-making game. Considering this, I think there should be more games added in which the users could enjoy more and bet large amounts. Horse raising could be an example. Horse raising. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How many horse can, horse can you cut down? <clears throat> horse raisings. Like, you, how, how few Amish guys does it take to stand this horse up? <laughs> you're betting you're betting on how many hmm. um, uh, I am reluctant to introduce a lot Yet more gambly stuff yeah. into there um, you know when we did that one crimbo where Don Crimbo opened up the Crimbo Casino. Oh yeah, like we the, redid like so we have eleven or whatever like real slot machines now. We have a sort of a blackjack variant that there is code for that you can play. And the goal, the plan was after Crimbo to like move those things into the regular casino. But then I was like, eh, I kind of don't want to. <laughs> kind of want to just close the casino. Although then everything is ruined. And also, there are many items, weapons, potions, food, booze, etc., that the current users don't use or care to use at all because they're inefficient compared to others. They just keep stacking up at the mall where nobody cares to buy or even look at. Could the development team think more about this and consider upgrading the features of the commonly unused items so that they could come in more handy to the current users? And adding cool and unique effects could be one example. I mean, the problem there is that there's always going to be something that's the best. Yeah. And, and I, you know... I would, I would rather have events like the invasion where suddenly random things became yeah. super valuable. What if I mean what if we killed two birds with one stone and let you cash in items in the casino for casino chips and then we install these new casino games but you can only play you can only play them with casino chips and then you can turn those in for prizes like in the arcade. We can make a thing where you sync items into a little mini game that then changes the odds payouts on betting yes. that you're doing yes. on like a weekly, exactly like a, like let's say like a tournament or something. Okay. Weekly um, or like we a, could even write like, like a, a whole boxing match or like yeah, or maybe like some other kind MMA. of fighting that was more lent itself to being like funny and with a lot of really colorful characters and mm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And then like oh man, we could write a whole system for like announcing it in chat and a whole separate <laughs> chat channel that people could like pay attention to it and. <clears throat> it seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of work. That's, man. We probably shouldn't do that. It would probably be a huge fucking waste of time. <laughs> um, you know, learning which items you shouldn't use 
and which the items that you should cards. use instead is part of the game. It's it's the game. It's getting good at the game. And also, you know, there's a lot of items that yeah, they clog up the mall. People could just because nobody wants to like go buy them. one from another player. But if you were in a bad moon run and that was the only pants that you found today, fuck yeah, knob goblin uber pants or whatever. Those are like good pants. Yeah, like. J- the fact that you play through the game over and over and over and over again under a wide variety of different circumstances, different constraints, you know, different like sort of levels of access to your stuff means that there are not a lot of things that are genuinely useless to everyone all the time. Like, nah, there probably are. There are probably a lot of things that are genuinely useless, but we can't get rid of anything. We keep having to add new stuff because that's what we do. People like to collect stuff. Yeah, there's, there's at least somebody who is collecting one of your, one of those things. Weka says, any chance that clan leaders could ever get a 30 minute bungee cord or something so that you can visit other clans or help out with dread siphons or whatever? But after 30 minutes, whatever you're doing, you get kicked out and boiling back to your home clan. Oh, boiling, boiling, boiling not boiling. Oh. You get boiled back <laughs> in your home clan. Yeah. Um. And you would only be able to go back to your home clan from a visiting clan as well and not visit more than one while out. And just to keep things simple, <laughs> uh, I suspect that would be a lot of hassle to implement, but it would be oh so nice. And I thought I'd ask it anyhow. Yeah, this is I think this is more of a question of why does the clan leader have to stay in the clan? Yeah, because the clan doesn't exist without a leader. So as it stands now, any clan that doesn't have a leader gets deleted at rollover. <laughs> Ooh, so that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Mm hmm. That should probably not be the case. We probably should make it. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like if whitelists had existed in the beginning, right. then we would have made it so leaders could leave clans. Yeah. But as it, st- it didn't. So you you couldn't um, and you still can't. Tautology. Right. The clan. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I I run afoul of that all the time. I want to be able to go into another clan to fuck around, but I can't because... You're the leader. Yeah. Um, so I made my ex-wife the leader of the clan that I used to be in so that I could leave. And then uh, in the terms of the divorce, I was not allowed to take her out of the clan. <laughs> so uh, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny that that's true. Um, Wait, that's yeah. true? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> You got to pick your battles. <laughs> um, so anyway, I just made a new clan, which now I'm the leader of. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's I guess the circle so. of life, man. Yeah. Oh, I know. I just make my ex-wife the leader for that one. So that. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Could you be the leader of multiple clans? You well. Meh. Sure. I right? guess it probably wouldn't hurt anything. Yeah. I mean, we would just have to make it so the leader was auto whitelisted, which wouldn't be hard. We could just make one account to the leader of every clan. Okay. That couldn't possibly go wrong. Like a uh, grand dragon. Sure. <laughs> account of some sort. Um, anyway, uh, that's, you know, I bet we could figure something out. We could, that didn't have to be as complicated as the thing that you're suggesting. Yeah. I mean, we could just make it so. When you are ch- picking a clan to whitelist into, it also shows you the ones that you're the leader of. Because the leader is just, it isn't anything about your character. It is a thing about the clan. And, like, if you were in a different clan, you just wouldn't be the leader of it if you weren't the leader of it. <laughs> you know? 
I mean, it's possible that just nothing would happen if we just let leaders whitelist into other clans. Right. The only thing would be they wouldn't necessarily be able to get back to their own clan and then no one would ever be able to do anything in that clan That's, because that is leadership would never transfer because the leader is active. And if there wasn't somebody else in the clan that was able to whitelist right. them back in, then the clan would just be stuck leaderless for yeah. forever. But if we just made it so there was a, an affordance for a leader to be able to get back into his own clan, it probably would be fine to just remove that restriction and let them leave. So if you were the leader of the clan, you vroom, vroom. Always <laughs> there's always a whitelist and you are always on it and you can't be removed. I mean it wouldn't actually be a whitelist, it would just be a thing that acted like a whitelist. It would be a thing that was An checked in addition to the whitelist, yeah. Sam the Baconator says, "Do you guys have ideas for Crimbo 2014?" Yes. I know exactly what Kerbo 2014 is going to be like. Jake has plans for everything from now on. Yeah, no, Basically. that's not really true. Just till January. And the plan is I'm doing it all myself. You should you should fill us in so we can try to take on some of that. Burden. No way, buddy. Okay. You need to you need to get good at step one. Just get good at Spelunky. <laughs> okay. You need to get good at Spelunky. Um, the, I'm not, I've not played it in a long time. Yeah. And no. not the new build at all man i've been playing again it's so good have you yeah it's so good i got to yama two days ago on the daily challenge nice. nice but then i um you fell in a hole no i forget what killed me it was something real stupid vampire no was it the fallen rock demon or the horse demon no i neither of them uh i shot both of them with a gun hmm? i had a gun uh, uh i think that did maybe you bomb yourself no I think I got there. I got to him with only one hit point left, so I was not anticipating surviving it. But I think maybe I just accidentally walked off of a thing and forgot to trigger my cape or something Spikes. and just fall damage. Oh, fall yeah. damage. Hmm. Um. Anyway, it was very anticlimactic. Yeah, what's well, unceremonious? Uh, Seraphony says unceremonious. Seraphony says, "How about a submit all button for war crud so we hardcore types don't have to sit there clicking endlessly before ending the war?" Yeah, I need to figure out a way to. <laughs> so what I was thinking was. You could just have two different stores, one of which was this store sells quarters and the currency is all the things you can turn in for quarters. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then you'd still have to click it for each item. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, probably just a store with an extra button that just had some code in it for turn in everything. But I don't think people actually want that. I think they want turn in everything except one. That's I mean, what your closet's closet for. It, yeah. Oh, is that what the closet's for? Yep. I was never quite sure. <laughs> that is what the closet is for. Um, Osmi6 says, Hey, Jake, did you ever get around to uh, updating the enchantment for the legendary regalia of the Sauce Maestro? My favorite class is Saucer, so I'm looking forward to what you're going to do with it, if anything. I forget. Is that the one that had some effect on the old Sauce Spheres? Or the... Yeah, there's something weird with it. <laughs> it's just the trouble is like, oh, what do we need to do to make Saucerers more powerful? Oh, nothing. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's uh, if it's just sitting there not doing anything, then we should do something with it, I guess. Baden says, Traveling Trader added an interesting, uh, an interesting dynamic to the game. We as a community would love to see him return. Well, we as developers would love to see him return, too. Yeah. Starwood says, So, speakeasy passwords. I think the crazy purple baron cipher was found so quickly because you're guaranteed to see the text if you do the right thing. In contrast, the detective skull triggers like one out of a thousand times. It's not one out of a thousand. It's one out of 700. Jeez. <laughs> 
Give me some credit. This makes looking for the undiscovered ones kind of discouraging because you can't quickly check if Clever Idea X works or not. If you could let us know which type, deterministic or occasional clue, the missing ones are, that would give a, that would help to look for them without really giving much of a hint. Colon D. Well, one of the ones that you're missing. Go for it. I, I, one of I the ones that you're missing say. is not available. Ooh, interesting. Okay, it will be. And it will not be hard to find when it is. One of the ones that you're missing is both deterministic and chance-based. <laughs> so, oh, and it's, man. you don't have to do anything weird to find it. Someone will, by certain definitions, someone will absolutely find it eventually by accident. Eventually. Um, eventually, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Starwood says, I just noticed that the desert no longer harms you once you fully explored it. The oasis still foists and now useless ultra hydrated on you, though. All of those items are, their drop rates are so carefully balanced around you wasting every fifth turn uh, getting ultra hydrated. I, I don't know. That stuff would be way too powerful. It'd be, it would just break the meta. <laughs> uh, cheese cookie says, dear Jicky Poo, Riffinator, and Hot Skizzle. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hot Skizzle. Um, Thanks for the nice. new turtle stuff. I love turtles. Still figuring out the new taming behavior, but so far it seems like a pleasant change. So yeah, thanks you guys. Well, gosh, you're welcome. Please give a hug to Multizar. He fights the good fight. Yeah, he does. Cavs, he says, why isn't stomach capacity funny? You know, I mean, the burden of proof is not on the person that says that something is funny. Things are not funny by default. Cavs, he says, what is your proffered pudding? Do you mean preferred pudding? And by pudding, do you mean dessert in the British sense? Because is it not bread? I don't know. What is my favorite dessert? Hot stuff. I like a creme brulee, I guess, yeah. but I don't like go after it all the time. I like a cherry pie. Hmm. Now cherry pie is boring. Peach pie. <sighs> peach pie is where it's at. Had some peach pie. I uh, peach pie. I would like second. Hmm. That'd be my well, second you're, choice. Well, you're wrong. What's your favorite dessert? Hot stuff. I like uh, ice cream, super cold ice cream sandwich between two chocolate chip cookies. Huh. It's the best dessert. The best, really... And the best iteration of it uh, that I've found consistently is at... Uh, Liberty Market. Liberty Market. In Phoenix? In Phoenix. No, it's in Chandler. Um, Gilbert. Gilbert? Gilbert. Mm. No. You're not going anywhere in Gilbert. Uh I, the only ice cream sandwiches that I really get behind are the ones that are just the cheapest, like just cheap, cheap, like grocery store brand ice cream sandwiches that are just like ice milk inside those sort of chewy hmm. brown wafers. Chewy brown. Yeah. Chewy brown. So those are like, those are a very particular kind of ice cream sandwich and mm -hmm. they're, they're okay. Oh, I love them. They're the best. That's right. I forgot that I cannot actually get to the dev tools on my phone. Annoying. For some reason, the other day I was thinking of those push up orange ice cream things those are pretty good yeah i used to love the hell out of them when i was a little kid but i haven't had one in years and years i like the i like the renaissance fair italian ice things that are in the, the like uh, like on top oh, of the orange, half fruit an orange with ice on it and i don't think i would like those all the time but i think i like having them the one time every other year that i go to a renaissance festival yeah, it's like a it's like a smoked turkey leg mm. yeah you want one of those per Renaissance Fair. Yeah. And then your Renaissance Fair mileage may vary. Kelha says, hey, guys, great job as always. Need I really say it? Well, 
We appreciate it when you do. No questions about turtle taming, though I am in a run with it and enjoying the new unexpected adventures. I suppose there is one in addition to my other question. One, do the turtle adventures occur in the same way seal figurines do, i.e. non-adventure cost? I haven't been paying attention, but it seems so. Yeah, they don't. If, if any of those is costing an adventure, it shouldn't. Um, with the new ones, it's possible that I missed one or two or ten. Two, elemental resistance at the daily dungeon. I finally broke down and just bought a cubling, but a while back you had mentioned that that was the, that the way that it was working for elemental damage was not how it was intended. I now skip the elemental test due to the cubling, but for the sake of those who don't have it, may I request adjustment? Yeah, that's still stupid. It, because it doesn't... It's doing it differently than the normal. Yeah, it just works different than everything else does, and yeah. I don't know why. I, yeah. It's a different formula. It, it, well, it's just different code. I mean, I didn't, it doesn't work the right way because I wrote it wrong. But did you write it wrong, or did you just not realize that multiple things happen in fight? Uh, I don't know. I think that's probably more accurate. Three, I had to take a work break for a while, so Copperhead Road, as it were, was new to me. I'm a pseudo-speedster when I care to be, but I love the new content. Thanks, y'all. Also got a damn good chuckle out of the last podcast where you were talking about the giant cubes appearing and some dude looking at a porn gif when it says, please stop doing this, and then you talked about the fictitious person's mom having put that there. Thanks, guys. Was that a dream? No, it was my idea, my science fiction story idea about the cubes that appear because they're data storage in another dimension. Oh, right, right, right. Um, And then how we would communicate with them. And then I guess it Was this all based on the... Like all jokes, it became a joke about jerking off. That guy that was like, you've been asleep for, you've been in a coma for two years. Oh, no, that reminded me of it, but... I see. Our our conversation reminded me of that guy. Okay. Uh, Man, that... Banksy tweet. I need to retweet that bank, <laughs> that Banksy tweet on ASIM just to share it with everyone. <sighs> Do you follow Steve Gaynor on Twitter, Riff? Yeah. He retweeted the funniest thing. <laughs> which which one? I'm was just going to post one it to the bowl of soup. Uh, it was like a coffee. coffee. Okay, yeah. So you did just didn't read it. No, I saw it. I just don't. Remember I'll put something in your bowl of soup that will really wake you up. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Firefoot123 says, Will the game be getting better pizza-type foods? It would be nice to see higher-quality pizza. The other food affinity skills have high-quality dishes. I don't know. That ridiculous pizza that drops on Twin Peak is pretty good. Riff wanted to make a pizza that literally required one item of every kind from the kingdom to make. <laughs> that was from that, uh, that April Fool's. The NS13 April yeah, Fool's joke. Yeah. That was pretty good. Elusive Hawk says, How do you open the sunken chest? Can you at least give us a hint? You need... First, you need one of everything. <laughs> yeah, you need a pizza. Zane says, are we zombies getting weaker lately? Just the other day I was visiting the shore and found out the gift shop clerk was uninfected, despite being in the same room as that uh, upstanding travel lady. Where are these immune monsters coming from? Mm, mm, mm. They're just survivalists. Uh, DePanda says, are there still going to be prizes for the winners of the Time Bandits versus Time Lords? Yeah. There'll be a first prize and a booby prize and a second prize and a other booby prize. Dinosaur says, one, are turtle tamers going to be buffed in any way soonish? General opinion seems to be that they are the weakest class since the class revamp. That is always going to be true of something. The turtle tamers are Anything, the weakest Yeah, it's always it. going to be true that turtle tamers are the weakest class. Two, when is a new clan dungeon planned? Uh, yeah. There are no firm plans for one. Uh, Sever is also asking if uh, there's going to be better pizza types. The other food affinity skills have high-quality dishes. The other food affinity skills were born of a mechanical reason and not a dumb joke about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I wouldn't push that so hard. Like, is there a taco food affinity skill? Mm, I don't know. Are there high-quality tacos? 
Yeah, there's the pasta tacos from are there, Spring Break Beach. That's right, because they're both pasta and tacos. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Are there high-quality kebabs? Is there a kebab skill? No, I'm just... I'm like I feel like there are other food types out there and we might make skills about them and we're not going to make some sort of premiere versions of well them right maybe. and then pizza will not be the only one anymore well, right now so we, let's solve this problem by making other things that are so optimal okay yeah that's good max headphones oh that's a good name that is a good, uh, that is a good name. how do you feel about most people using the wiki and not figuring out stuff on their own i don't think that most people do that anymore i think that most people probably consult it at least once because there's no way they could beat the sorceress Nah, I don't know if that's true. The sorceress has is, is tamed tamed herself quite a bit in recent years. Because you could just out-level her now. Well, I just mean the puzzles. Oh, you mean the tower? Yeah. The sorceress quest. The keys, I think, are pretty obtuse. And the fucking... Now, like, here, the, find the one item out of 8,000 items that defeat these guys. I mean, I guess those just spoil themselves at this point. But I don't and you think can the kill them now. do anymore. Yeah, but... Nah, I know. I'm kidding. Uh... <laughs> Let's hear what else. Finding the wand is probably yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of things that I guess. Are- yeah, I mean, so right now, like we, I keep moving the goalposts back and back and back to the where, like where I feel like a lot of people, most sane people, would say, "Ah, well, fuck this bullshit," and just leave forever. Uh, I think that I'm okay with people looking at the wiki. Honestly, yeah, I mean, in I, the environment in which KOL was created. There wasn't, there weren't, there weren't friendly MMOs, right? I mean, like you, there, you could never just find a quest in EverQuest. You had to go to a wiki and figure out where somebody else had happened to find another quest, find a quest by talking to it. Before the wiki, there was a text document that people passed around that had a lot of. Also, before the wiki, there were, you know, people can solve it. Because people did. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, there was a community. Like, the wiki is just sort of institutionalized community. Where you don't have to necessarily interact with anybody. Which else. is great. The wiki is great. Yeah. Digitrev says, did any turtles get lost in the taming update? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. There's a turtle that's been lost since the the dawn of time. <laughs> yeah. Big Daddy Grimm says, can you make a multi-purchase option for the wizard check? Yeah, we need to just move that to shop.php. CD Moyer hmm. needs to get caught up on all of his pings so that I can give him a bunch more. Leave him in a perpetual state of being... Pong. Behind. Pong. Yeah. <laughs> Deus Ex Machina says, for the Ice House, the thing that perma banishes a monster and lasts across ascensions, most people put an AMC Gremlin in there because numbers. Is there any chance you could make the AMC Gremlin a bounty hunter target just to screw with speed people? Uh, that's pretty funny. Yo Jimbo Slaw says, the speakeasy, yeah, the speakeasy is an incredibly awesome item of the month. Definitely the best one since the grill. <laughs> uh, I love that it's a clan item that forces clans to act like clans, and it makes bleeding edge hit runs a lot less RNG dependent. So thanks a bunch for that. Second question. What do you think of the current state of non-challenge path speed game in terms of player involvement and class usage, e.g. the saucer supremacy and hardcore? Do you expect the turtle taming revamp to shift the balance at the bleeding edge? Oh, no, not at all. It was not at all concerned with anything other than that being cool to make it a little bit of a boon that you got, but it was all just like fun and quality of life stuff. Like it was not meant to be Ascension relevant at all. Like there are a bunch of things that you're going to get in a run, whether you're trying to or not now. And we were, you know, they will have a lot more plus combat available to them than other classes do, which who the fuck cares? Not you. That's for sure. Until the naughty sorcerers revamp, that just is like, get, you got to get plus 90% combat or you can't proceed. They're not 
quest items. They're not. So and they're tradable. Mm-hmm. So I guess they like you could pull them, I guess. It's not like I guess yeah, they'll just natively have it without having to pull stuff. That's true. Even in softcore. Yeah. Uh, when you're designing new content, like, say, the level 12 revamp, do your goals include things like make X day count and Y path unattainable? I'm not assuming anything like that actually comes up or even that it's vindictive if it does. I'm just curious. We haven't really thought in terms of that since NS13. Like, we very much tried to make day one organ of steel impossible in NS13, and then we just straight up did. Right. <laughs> uh, by making it take up space that you, I don't know and that it is. People anymore. don't even necessarily get the organ anymore which is an interesting shift things have changed yeah you know i mean turn gen is a lot less of a big deal than it used to be yeah Uh, unrelatedly you know those elves in space they're currently dudes not elves is there any narrative reason for this or is it just a ploy to keep the elf phylum elusive well elf as a phylum is crimbo elf elves should probably be humanoids instead of dudes that is that is a question i i I didn't want to change anything because i this is a bug report that came in that i just have not asked you about your authorial intent yeah i want elves to just be crimbo elves because that's a lot easier to theme than crimbo or pork (laughs) right (laughs) right so i mean stuff like it wouldn't make any sense for you to stomp one of those into peppermint okay for instance disco fiva diva says would it be possible would it be possible to make monster names clickable to take you directly to their monster manual entry um clicking what to take you to their entry the name of the monster yeah, in, in the manual? In a fight. Yeah. yeah, if you click the name of the monster in Monster Manual, it will take you directly to itself. Right. <laughs> I think she means in fight. Right. Assuming Disco Diva Fiva is... So, uh, the but fight is over. Fight. Yeah, but... It, the monster's name is You still can still screen. see the name on the screen on the last round of combat. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, so fuck, I don't know, man. Does it hurt to let you look at the Manuel? No, no, but I mean, like, I just wasn't sure whether this was, that was what they were getting after or whether it was like in the wiki, (laughs) like, you know, or anytime you see it out on the street. (laughs) Okay. The amazing Mr. Toothpaste says, any sign of new Raffle House prizes on the horizon? You'd think the Penguin Mafia would have run out of those mutated eggs by now. Yeah, we have an idea that you guys are going to hate. I mean, love. I mean, love. Love to hate. Kuwerty <laughs> uh, says, is there some kind of gnomifier that you can use on other people that has a G before every N they type on chat? Because there should be. The problem is that we don't... It The the rules by which the gnomish language puts Gs in front of Ns are so complicated that it would require a like deep blue level AI to translate. <laughs> also, yeah, they would have to know what you're going to say in advance. Which just isn't possible. Um, if four people, let's see, Hammered says, if four people from the same clan ask the same question during a podcast and their clan leader notices and sends in the question again with an explanation of how it happened, can she get a bingo? I have a lot of newbies in my newish clan and I showed them the advanced search and sort feature in open chat. It's terribly surprising that they all came up with this question without sorting their potions at the same time when the feature handles equipment, food, and drinks so beautifully. So I shouldn't ask the same question. So instead I will ask if we can sort the third group of consumables by function. Cheers and... Huh. Um... What were they? Oh, maybe this is maybe this is older. Is that yeah, related okay, to the being days. able to sort sort potions items? by effects? Yeah, it's ugh, man, that's just such a mess. But we could probably automate it in a way that would work for ninety five percent of things, and then just say this is a little goofy. Some things are not going to show up correctly. Hmm. 
Dreselvania question says, uh, quack. One, what was the intended way to beat hard mode falls from sky? Awesome name, by the way. Well, thanks. You have to be blind to fight him without being instantly killed, but you can't see his other instant kill abilities, which are completely random and don't correlate to what skill you have to use. Well, they do. That, so it was meant to be a little bit of trial and error, but you can, they are cued. They're just not cued as, with as much specificity as they are if you're not blind. Um, I don't know what the non-intended way to beat him is. If I'm sure is they figured some workaround as, as they always do. Yeah, as they do. I mean, that. so right. I mean, if you're seeing it as random, like if you're saying the way that you do do it is just by trial and error, like just brute force, then that is a way. I mean, we meant for that to work. Right. It probably won't work. Right. So it's going to take you a lot more tries than if you figure out the correspondences. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it like we didn't spend a lot of time stressing, too stressing much about, about like very specific aspects of these fights because we knew we know that that's just tilting at windmills, right? Like we can't stop you guys from coming up with some crazy way to do it. We Like, I made a couple of things more challenging and fixed a couple of the, like, big gaping holes. Yeah, I mean, that's... That and we will, we will like, like if we just know that combat items are going to trivialize this guy, then we'll stop you from using combat yeah. items. But, like, it, it, you know, if not, then, we, like, we like it when you come up with crazy ways to do these things. It's like, it's a little sad that we can't make super interesting puzzle fights, but we do an okay job. I mean... yeah. The, and, you know, they're they're more fun to make than they are to play, so whatever. Like, if you figure <laughs> out an easy way to do it, then just do it that way, and that's fine. Right. Like, you know, yeah. Two, uh, were you ever planning to change the bloody Kiwi Teeny to the hard mode Drunkula unlock? It's a drunken vampire, and there's a martini made of blood, so it's pretty obvious it was intended for it to be him, but for some reason it's not. What was up with that? It was a fucking coincidence. It was not at all intended to be a thing that was associated with him. Like... <laughs> Yes, you're right. That's obviously what like, we should have done. Yeah, what we should have done. But like the kiwis in the forest, you know, like so it's yeah, at, like it was more about the blood than it was about the booze. Yeah. You know? Uh, Mad Surgeon says, I was a bit put off by your comments about the Pirates versus the Copperheads on the 7-3 Thursday show. I feel it's unfair to say Speedsters wouldn't be satisfied with the Copperhead unless it was shorter. I think it really is about where it's placed in the game. I've never had a problem with revamps making quests longer. Everybody's looking at the same number, and as you've said, Items of the Month and Power Creep is making stuff shorter at the same time. But before the revamp train started, MacGuffin was this big thing that you could break up into little pieces, and part of that was the fact that you could open the ballroom, the Hidden Temple, and the Poop Deck before getting to level 11. Then the Forest and Spooky Raven got revamped, and you could still do the early unlock, and people were eagerly awaiting a pirate revamp, but from your comments on recent shows, I got the impression your attitude is we're not doing that, do the Copperhead Club instead. That's frustrating because on the topic of manipulating player perception, the timing of the pirates makes it a lot more fun because it's ne- because it's early enough to help you on the rest of your run. When you do the quest between the miners and Orcasm, for example, you get the abridged dictionary on the way and you feel clever and successful. I'm completing this one task and I'm making progress on the next one at the same time. Copperhead Club is the opposite because you can't unlock the snakes early, you have to return to zones you've already visited, eliminating that satisfying set up knock them down feeling. It's only a few turns in matter of fact, but the feeling is, I thought I was already done with this zone, what a grind. I think what people wanted from a Pirates revamp was just a little polish to bring it in line with the other parts of the game. Getting the outfit is kind of a mess compared to the HD revamp Cobb's Knob and Mine, for example. I can understand your reasons for not wanting to spend time doing that or for just wanting to do away with the Pirates, but it's not. Uh, but because of the way the game is structured, it's not as simple as just do the Copperhead route instead. Player sitting at level 8 with nothing to do has to spend a bunch of turns fighting monsters at Spring Bake Beach before moving on to level 9 is an option, let alone even thinking about level 11 in a speedrun, at least. Is there really no part of the Copperhead that it would make narrative sense to start earlier? I really don't think so. Like that, just to answer that last question first, I really don't think so. Like, the, 
the fucking story starts with the diary and it the encounters in that quest are written as a story more so than almost anything else that happens in the game right like it's it's possible that we could figure out a way to let you into it early i guess but we would have to do a bunch of gyrations to get around making it make some kind of fucking sense right what if you could like i don't know what if there were items that you could get earlier that would make the eventual snakes faster to find Mm. like like i don't know uh, uh what's an early zone like if the the ninja snowmen have a drop if there was a snake like to a, yeah, I, like the a thing is snake finder i don't i don't actually believe that the concerns expressed in this and i know i know that me saying this kind of thing frustrates you and that's why you wrote this in the first place i don't think there is any way to address these concerns no matter what we do if we make it so the copperhead branch is is the optimal way to do it or spending time in both of them is the optimal way to do it people will like it if it is faster than it was before and they will find some reason to hate it if it is slower than it was before and like the ability to so first of all i would also like to point out you say a player has nothing at level eight to do except spend a bunch of turns fighting monsters at spring break beach that is a thing that did not fucking exist four months ago so to suggest that that is some like fundamental issue no but that is, is a, but like level eight is in like the level six to eight sort of content gap has definitely been something that people have brought up for a long time sure but i don't th- it's not a con like that's the problem it's not a fucking content gap it is a it is a quest advancement with maximal leveling gap because it is a place where you can't advance future quests while m- getting the absolute most out of every turn that you can Okay. Right, because it's not about you not having something fun to do. It's not about you not having something interesting to do. Because there is a lot of shit. There is a lot of shit that you could go do during those times that you've never seen or that you haven't seen in fifteen runs or whatever. It is specifically about this one thing that they don't want taken away from them because it's a thing that they're used to and it is a thing that is fast. Like the the reason that I did the Copperhead quest instead of trying to figure out how to give the pirates that level of polish in the first place is because it's fucking impossible. There is there is there is no platonic ideal of a pirates revamp that satisfies both you and me, Mad Surgeon. There just isn't. I guarantee fucking tea it. And so rather than just get shit on about how I've ruined everything by by trying to rearrange things in a way that made some fucking sense. Like, man, it it is so weird that because there was a bunch of shit that you could do early, which was not on purpose. It was never a designed thing about level 11. It was that we wanted level 11 to encompass all of this stuff from everywhere else in the game. And so it just right. happened that you could set all this stuff up. Like, it, anything that we do that changes that, whether it changes it for the better or for the worse, is going to be met with a criticism of, well, we used to be able to take care of this ahead of time and now we can't anymore, which that is only one thing about it. And there are a lot of things about it, you know, and like to be constrained with like you, we can never do anything that has anything to do with level 11 that you can't work on early. That sucks. It, it sucks. And it's like. It is a complaint that I am forced to just dismiss as not being real. 
the complaint is real, but not being something that I can be bound by. Like, I'm kind of fine with the existing setup. It makes me a little sad that there's this thing that I think is way better and that people would actually enjoy more if they were forced to do it. But because there is this attitude that is some days it's about one aspect of it and some days it's about another aspect of it, there are always going to be these complaints. And I'm sorry, but it really does just come down to people disliking change. Hmm. Like, Spooky Raven is more settable up ahead of time than it was before now. But that doesn't matter, right? That wouldn't make up for taking it away somewhere else because the only thing that people care about is change that impacts them in a in an immediate short-term negative way when they're deciding like what their gut reaction to how something feels is. And that like that's not to say that that's not real, but you know, the only the only polish pass that would be satisfying to people with the pirates would be one that still makes it faster than the Copperhead Club, which I doctrinally do not want. I mean, if it were five turns slower, and so your choice was, well, do I do the pirates because I, because God, I need something to do between level six and eight and the only possible thing in any possible world that could fit the bill for the stuff that I need to do between level six and eight is this fucking pirate bullshit. Like if that's really true, if, if, if we really can't get rid of it because of that critical niche, that it is the only possible thing that, that could fill it, then wouldn't matter. Even if it takes longer, you'd still have to do it. Right. If that's actually important, if that is more important than minus one turn count to you, then what we can do is we can make the pirates take longer, still be doable earlier, and no one can be upset about that. Right. Everybody just agrees. Oh, this is good. This is better. This is better than it was before because we needed to be able to do this. You have to spend turns power leveling somewhere. Then I think whether or not you have to spend turns power leveling somewhere changes all the time based on circumstances, right? So, but what I'm saying is if, if that is the situation, then you are in some sense, not wasting those turns that it being longer from start to finish than the copperhead wouldn't matter because you are accomplishing two goals at the same time. Right. No, I, I know. I, my point is that that is true, but that is not how people in this position would react to it. Hmm. They would see, they would see that we've made it take longer and they would say, God damn it. Why don't you just let us do the thing that's fun instead of forcing us to play through it the way that you want us to like, that's the, that is, that is my prediction about that. The other thing is like, there's different kinds of fun though, right? Yeah, like absolutely. Absolutely. And one kind of fun is doing the same fucking thing that you've been doing for eight years instead of trying something new because you're used to it and change is scary and being scared isn't fun. Huh. Right. That's. <laughs> I felt like that was a, a very well worded question that explained sort of what people really enjoyed about or what people do. No, enjoy it about does. It does. But I, but it the pirates. Like, I guess my, my reaction to it, and I don't mean, I don't mean to sound mean about this because I believe that you feel that way and I believe that other people feel that way. What I don't, what I don't believe is that 
the feelings that people have about the way the game plays are always more important than the actual experience of it, right? Because feelings can change over time. Mm-hmm. And so this feels worse is not this is worse. This feels worse is this feels worse, right? And maybe that feeling will change once it is better understood or once something else changes somewhere else. Like, <clears throat> it's just, it's a goofy political situation. And that's what I, that's why I don't like it. The, like, the, I, like, I got so discouraged trying to figure out what I was going to do with the pirates that I was just like, fuck the pirates because I cannot touch this in a way that makes people happy unless I just make it faster. And, you know, he is right. She, I don't know what, I don't know what gender. Matt's what if it was doesn't matter. like maximally like in an optimal world was just the exact same duration as Copperhead. That's fine. I mean, people would probably still do it. So if that were the case, then the only determining factor of which one you did was, can you do this early? Is that actually important? Right. I think it's a better compromise if it's five turns longer, because then you have to put your money where your mouth is. And if it actually was important to you to be able to do it earlier, then that is then that is super important and you'll do it. But I just don't. So you think that the reaction to making it longer would be such a shit storm that you don't want to get involved? I think it would just make I think it would make a bunch of people unhappy in a way that is equally well, yeah, fuck, I don't know. I think it would make a bunch of people unhappy. Okay. Like, I think people, I think it would be an unpopular change, even though, and, you know, maybe I should give, maybe I should give the reaction the benefit of the doubt. It is true that a lot of things have been made longer, but made more consistent, and then that was fine. People right? have, I feel like people have, in general, been very positive about sometimes those things. Sometimes, sometimes they are, and sometimes they aren't, but, but it's, yeah, I don't know. But that was in the in those cases you don't have a choice, right? So this would be a different yeah. circumstance because those cases are it's just this there has was been one, made longer there was one thing there through. was one way to do this and yeah. we've just changed the way that it works. Yeah, but this I would mean, be a situation where this is made longer, but now you have a choice to do this totally different thing, which would be shorter, but it works very differently. Yeah, it, what is is that going to be okay? And but and then that's the thing. Like, that's what I tried to do, but it's just impossible to balance because the pirates, like all stuff that wasn't really designed, but that just happened, is completable in a like disgustingly small number of turns. You know, such that like the the and I get I get that to a speed ascender, like you you will say I don't give a fuck about your pacing, Jick. And you'll be right, you don't, but I do. <laughs> what bothers me is that people have to hop backwards because that's just slightly faster than walking forwards throughout the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, they talk about scrubs in a in a fighting game, fighting game context. A Are scrub, like newbies. A scrub is no, no. It's a it's a particular. I've, I okay. I learned this term. I forget where. It's a particular term that means someone who wants to be able to succeed at the game by doing the thing that they think is fun rather than the thing that the math bears out is actually the right way to play. Oh, the is game. that what a scrub is? Yeah, in yeah. in in fighting game parlance. And I want to make a game for scrubs, huh? Because like, you like Zach Braff. 
But yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, I want, in uh, like, Dark Souls PvP, the opposite of that is a tryhard. Someone <clears> who does the mathematically most advantageous stuff without any consideration over whether for that makes fun. the game fun or not. Mm. Well, so good. We found another way for us to other one another. And, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Whee! <laughs> so Scrub is just trying to have fun. But wants to not lose... Right. I mean, like, that's the thing. When, oh, when I heard this, when I heard this, I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. Like, because when I started playing, like, my first, like, anonymous online multiplayer experience was playing Command and Conquer Red Alert. And games always ended within 45 seconds, say, because it was just tank rush. Wow. You had to make tanks as fast as you could. And the guy who made tanks three seconds earlier won. Every single time, unless both people decided, you know what? I don't want this. I want this game to be. That's what people game will do. That people will have lobby it. games that will say no tank rush. Yeah, right? like because they, like, yeah, they, or specifically people like, come on, let's play some other strategy that's like different and more fun. Yeah, right. And like, so there is there is a huge portion but that, of you couldn't do that in Red Alert specifically. Like, I don't think that there, there were there was, were. I don't think it had the ability games. to like sure. do a specification. Like, I don't know that there was a lobby with a chat. I might be wrong about but that. I'm, but but I understand what you're saying. So, but that, but I think that speaks to the fact that there are a lot of people out there who just want to sort of dick around and have fun. Right. But it but it doesn't take and very, still want to but it doesn't compete. take very many people who are willing to do the right. the cheese move. that's the thing like even describing the mathematically optimal strategy as cheesy is to like demean the beauty of what these people have have discovered and are doing right do and people play hearthstone with like one trick pony decks that like they need like five cards to come up all at the same time but when they do they get to do this beautiful thing even though they're going to lose 80% of their games? Well, I mean... is that a, Would that be considered a... Jo- like, Johnny does that, right? Like, that's a Johnny. Okay. Uh, um, I don't remember who Johnny is. Yeah, Johnny... keep them straight. So, Timmy wants big things, wants to win big. Johnny okay. wants his... Johnny For Johnny, the game is an expression of his personality. And he okay. wants to win, but he wants to win his way. Like okay. Jo- Johnny's a scrub, I guess. Okay. Right. Um... So he, he, he like that's, Spike, that's, will do, Spike will that's do something the magic that, deck that was like a first turn fireball if you got all the right cards. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise or just or a zombie themed deck that if you managed to survive for five turns, you had everything out that could just just run away with it or whatever. Like, yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, I just read that. I just read that old article. I, I, that's interesting. I have heard that term bandied about and did not understand that it had a specific. I mean, it might meaning. only be when it's bandied about in the fighting game community. Are fighting games, like, is that like Street Fighter fighting games? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, then I probably didn't hear about it in that community. Man, I tried I to read, uh, this is a video game side, I think, but I tried to read an ebook about Street yeah, Fighter. It was like, explaining Street Fighter, and I'm like, it, it, like, someone needs to, like, that guy's goal was fairly reasonable, which was like, let's write a book about why Street Fighter is such a big deal, but it was written in language that would only make sense if you already understood why Street Fighter was such a big mm. deal. Like, it, it was just like, okay, what? I backed, a, I backed a book about EVE online that promises to not be written like that. Oh, good. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome if somebody can pull that off. Yeah, because like, I'm super interested in that in that community, in that world, but I don't know anything about it, so like, if, if somebody is going to write something, it has to be t- yeah. to a total noob perspective <clears throat> anyway sorry i'm sorry that 
I'm sorry if I upset you, Mad Surgeon. I'm sorry if I upset you the first time, and then I'm sorry if I upset you by responding to you being upset. <laughs> you know, I, I think that the community will keep pushing on this until we figure some way out. The community's to... not pushing on it, right? I'm just you know, sad, and I keep talking about how sad I am, and then people keep saying, like, no, you, dude, this is why. This is why it's like mm-hmm. this. And, you know, the fact that it's like one-third, two-thirds, I'm fine with that. One-third. One third of people doing copperhead, two thirds of people doing, and it's not people, right? It's ascensions, but that's fine. Right. I'm fine with that. Okay. You know, like, I just don't care. But, and then that's, that's the thing. Like people are like, well, you should fix these things about the pirates. And that's where the actual friction is, right? Cause I don't care to, because I am so. Cause you have made, you have made a way to, to not have yeah. to see that if you don't. And want I am to. so, I am so unhappy with so many aspects of the way that the pirate stuff works. That you would have to gut the whole thing. Yeah, that I would have to gut it. And then there's no way, there is no way that I can replace something that I would have to gut that comprehensively with something that will still be satisfying to the people uh, who are, frustrating. are it's doing a frustrating it anyway. situation. It is. I mean, but it's, you know, but it's solved. It's solved. It's fine, right? Like, it, sure. It's going to get to the point where the old pirates is like a sore thumb in terms of the way that it's designed compared to literally every other part of an ascension. And there will still be no way to address it. Huh. Uh, you know. Uh, Skeev says, I just wanted to chime in that I've been doing the pirates the last couple of runs because I've been doing the nemesis, which requires getting to the fuckle. Yeah. So that's probably true. That's actually interesting. Like. If it if it was longer, but because you have to do those kinds of things, you would do it anyway, just because you're doing a suboptimal run anyway. No. Hello, guys, says Industrial Punk. I wanted to thank you for making such an awesome VIP lounge item. The phone booth kind of put us all in teamworky mood. Nice. My clan, Reddit United, managed to unlock all the known boozes. Then, drunk on all this new booze, we were in a clan fundraiser to furnish our VIP lounge. Today, we have an <laughs> April shower, crimbo tree, looking glass, pool table, full rumpus room ball pit, and a complete hot dog stand that we did not have a week ago. Nice. There's wow. A real, there's a real great community here in KOL, and I hope you continue to make fun stuff that encourages us to work together. That's rad. Well, thank you. That is a that is an awesome thing to hear. Yeah, that's a good story. Uh, Poisonous Spike says, can we drink from the speakeasy with meat from Hank's like we do with the hot dog stand? No, because you no. can't eat from the hot dog stand with, like, that's being, that's a cost that's being paid for collectively. Yeah, this is an individual cost, and yeah. that needs to be meat that you earned in, Ron. Yeah. Uh, Linguini Lad says, so apparently some schmuck raised over 30k for his fucking potato salad Kickstarter. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> that's fine. Jesus Christ. I mean, joke Kickstarters have always been around. This is just yeah. one that happened to get into the news. Yeah, I I backed an interpretive dance once. Just do it. I'll do a dance. Did you even get to watch the dance? No, it was for one person. <laughs> it had it was for an audience of one that was not me. <laughs> uh was it someone you knew? Uh sort of. It's it was an internet thing. You know, those internet things. It was part of the deep web. <laughs> Speaking of internet things, what uh, what was the provenance of that weird Moshi Moshi video that that <laughs> was being passed around earlier today? Like, d- d- was that was there a context for any of that, or is that just I, if something? It was, was I just didn't see it. I think there was just Jamelli posting that at random. That is amazing. That I was, like that. I like a chat channel where you get some occasional completely out of context. Uh, 
YouTube internet that are funny. Yeah. Leafy Greens writes, hey guys, cool stuff with a speakeasy. I meant to chime in last week, but then things got all haboobi and I was distracted by all the leaves <laughs> and dirt piling up on my patio. I know it's like a weekly thing, but I wanted to share my experience with the Copperhead Quest, especially the about the guy complaining about the Zeppelin being way longer than the club, because that's false. Fully optimized, the line takes either three or four turns, full outfit with clovers, and with banishes, the Zeppelin itself takes like six to eight turns. The club, which is the coolest part, actually is like twice that, without filthy runaways. In fact, without runaways, the Pirates is around the same length or a little faster, but with less fun mechanics. But yeah, not being able to start until level 11 hurts, as does the lack of a bridge, but like you said on the podcast, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Wax says, how long till NS Tower revamp thing is old? Almost as old as you. That isn't true. It's like less. It's like a third as old as me. It's less it will than never be as old as you. Yeah. That's weird. I have um, t-shirts older than that. Yeah. Um, the Nuge says, it seems like sometimes mechanics, mechanics end up working in ways you didn't intend that aren't really things you enjoy. But are there any mechanics that worked out better than you thought they would or in unintended ways that ended up cooler than you thought? Oh, I'm sure that there are. There was this cool mechanic uh, with the crazy hobo notebook that <laughs> worked in a cool wow. way. Um, I'm trying to think of any like, you know, a grenade rolls down a hill moments where people came up with something that was like really impressively clever way of using stuff. You know, our, so much of our stuff is so like single purpose that it's yeah you don't get a ton of like you know i always expected things like you know the ingot turtle is a new sort of instance of like the double ice shard which is like a thing that does some damage and then changes the temperature of a monster changes the elemental alignment of a monster which maybe that's could be used for something crazy at some point i don't know um but i mean if there was something that was really you know, exploitative and interesting that could be done with that. It would have been done with the ice shard. Also, today I was driving at the intersection of two streets with the same name. I turned right. A couple of intersections down, I turned left onto another street with the same name. And the street goes from one side of the state to the other. Shouldn't there be some way of making sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen? And if if a single street goes from one side of the state to another, that no addresses appear twice? (laughs) A street that crosses an entire state? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Ashton says, Jake, you've said the Copperhead Club can't start early because it has a narrative, which makes sense, but is there a reason we can't get access to the journal early via some complicated method? I'd enjoy being able to start the level 11 quest early in some weird form. That I have less of an objection to. That's a weird... That's a weird idea. Yeah. Because that would open up all kinds of things. It would. Which would probably be fine. Huh. You know, if we limited it to only being a thing that you could do if you knew what you were doing, which most stuff like that is, right? You, most of those shortcut things you dig in a either, particular spot. Something. I mean, we'd have to figure out how to. You click on the you click on the council five times. Because what in is a it? Row. It's basically like the thing that actually starts the black the the Grail quest is unlocking the Black Forest, and that's it, right? Because you find your, you find the, the, you have to get the, you have to find your way to the black market to get the identification documents to get the journal from the shore. So all it would be, would be a way to get to the black forest early, which, Hmm. you know, maybe we could figure out a way to, I mean, we could try it experimentally with a challenge path Hmm. and just see what it does. Early black. Yeah. 
orange is, uh, let's see, orange is the new, hmm. the orange Catholic Bible is the new black Catholic Bible. Cuerty <laughs> um, says, hi, Jake, I'm an asshole who can't bring myself to do Copperhead because I feel wrong doing it. I think you should make gaudy keys unlock some other valuable loot, but not snakehead charms. <laughs> That'd be another way to deal with it. Unlock huh, sunken I, chests. <laughs> McFace says the speakeasy drinks don't seem to show up in consumption history bug or feature huh really that would be surprising to me it would be surprising to me also but not impossible I guess yeah man a lot of uh, talking about this stuff F says Jake I need your verbal consent that you won't sue me for using your interdimensional data storage cube plot for a book that rakes in a quadrillion dollars and then is turned into a three part movie by acclaimed film director Peter Jackson starring Julian Glover and Angela Lansbury uh, no, Angela Lansbury's dead. But it doesn't matter. Try again. Uh, you would think that if it made a quadrillion dollars that they would just, out of the kindness of their own hearts, give you some... Give, yeah, give, give you a couple million. A <laughs> couple yeah. trillion. I mean... Who cares? Yeah. At that point. Um, hey, you guys want to um, eat some tater tots? Yes. Let's sure. tater tot it up. Okay. Uh, when the, when you hear the tone, flip the record over and listen to video games hot dog. And until then, uh, keep playing KOL. Having fun. Doing the Copperhead quest. It's, it's good. It's fun. <laughs> it's better. It's better than all other things. It's got good writing in it. I mean, it's not better than the Smut Orc. The writer's Logging sense. camp, certainly. All right. Bye, everybody. See you. Have a great week, everyone.